Welcome to the first episode of the Patina Podcast Around the Table with Visaggio and Company. We are glad you have joined us, and today we will be um, kicking off our podcast season, um, talking about uh, inspirational leaders and interviewing people and companies who have done incredible things in Southwest Florida, the state, and the nation. We are uh, we are four of us strong um, around the table today. We have Savannah Melton, Hannah White, and Kelly Boone, and I'd like to introduce you to the team. We've got Savannah. Go ahead, Savannah. Introduce yourself. Hey guys, my name is Savannah Melton. Um, I'm the director of operations here at Visaggio and Co. Um, and I've been with the team now for about a year and a half. And I just continued to be inspired by the people that we work with, the leaders that we work with. Um, and every day is like a new challenge and opportunity to learn. So I'm happy to be here. And we're glad you're with us. You've been uh, you've been a tremendous asset to the team and really just moved us in the right di- direction to become more and more effective for our clients. Um, and following that, we have Kelly Boone, and uh, Kelly is our digital marketing manager, and we are thrilled to have her join us. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Kelly. Um, hi, I'm Kelly Boone. I've been with Visayu and Co. since July. Um, it's been a great experience meeting um, and getting to know all of the clients that we deal with and to create social media that ties in with their missions and um, promotes what their beliefs are. So it's been really fun and an interesting adventure. That's awesome. We're so glad you've joined us. Um, And following that, we have Hannah. Hannah White, uh, who uh, runs our Orlando offices, Orlando area offices. And Hannah, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, guys. My name is Hannah White. I am the latest and greatest team member of Visaggio and Company. I'm excited to be here. I joined the team a couple months ago as their marketing specialist, and we've got some amazing clients. We've got an amazing team. We've got some really big things happening just all over, and it's really exciting to be here and to join you guys on the podcast. Absolutely. And it's it's really interesting. Some of the things that we have worked on as a team, we've we've worked on podcasts for clients and and here we are working on our own podcast. And initially when we got started, we had some technical difficulties trying to iron those things out. We'll we'll put a bloopers reel together at some point and let you see <laughs> how all of that has worked out. Um, and and really it reminds me, Hannah, we just talked about this idea of um uh, going through hard times, right? Going through things that have been difficult. And I know there was a, a season in my life I shared with you where I went through a really difficult time and uh, it made me a, a better person. And and I, I remarked at one point to a client about how, you know, I thought what he was going through was really difficult. And I could see just how much he's changed and how much of a, a better person he's become. And then I told him that, when I went through something similar, I told God that I meant other people. I liked it when other people got better and were inspired and, and molded by this, the, the struggles and the hardships. But So it, it brings us to that concept of what is a patina, right? What is a patina? Um, we have been talking about this podcast for several months now, and the concept behind it is that um, we wanted to talk about things that were meaningful and meaningful in a way that could be 
uh, applied to our client. <clears throat> so patina is this oxidation that happens to um, certain metals like copper or bronze. And it's different from rust. Um, rust is something that happens to metal that can impact the structural integrity of the thing. But patina is different. It, it happens on the surface and it, it changes the outside appearance. And, and, and formerly people would look at it as something that may not be as beautiful as the, the copper shine or the bronze behind um, what the patina covers. But lately, we've got this new kind of movement in, in, in home decor where patina is something that's sought after. It's something that's beautiful in and of itself. And so we, we've kind of applied this concept of the green film that forms naturally in copper and bronze um, to people, to human beings and, and local leaders and, and people who are running their own businesses and doing and things that are different in it's that it's that concept and we're, we're going to try to focus on people who have gone through difficult times or challenges in their life and have come out um, the better for it so we're going to need your help we're going to need help on uh, who to bring on to the podcast and who that is um, what do you guys think i think that the the most um, memorable patina that people can connect with is the Statue of Liberty. You know, that's that, that green film, you know, and that patina, the Statue of Liberty is something that represents, you know, America in a way. So um, it's something that we see as beautiful. And um, like you mentioned in home decor, it's kind of like taking a new trend. So um, when looking at this, you know, we're seeing, the patina of businesses. So businesses who have gone through the ringer, who have had to face um, team member challenges, client challenges, um, fiscal challenges, and then have come out at the end and come out strong and um, are shining their patina. And so we're really in search of that patina story in this podcast, which for the first episode, we'd love to uh, put Matt on the spot and uh, talk about Passaggio & Co. Um, We've been in business now for 10 years, and Matt is the founder of the company and has kind of, he's brought the company through to a patina, you know, like we're now at this place where we have these wonderful clients and this wonderful flow of work and team members who feel empowered um, to do their job and to be successful. So um, I know it hasn't always been that way. I'm sure you've had some tough times and um, now are able to see your patina story. So what would you say, Matt, is the most important component of running a successful business? Well, I, you know, from having talked about this in the past, it's really, it's kind of difficult for me to talk about myself um, in the context of, uh, of bringing this forward, though. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll, I'll share some stories about things that I've gone through. When I was, when I was 13 years old, my parents sent me to a boarding school. I was studying to be a pastor and they lived in Florida and they sent me away to school. And I remember that being kind of a really a dark and difficult time in my life where um, I struggled deeply. And, and I can I didn't at the time connect that to anything until uh, my grandmother actually passed away recently. And that same gut feeling, that same feeling of being kind of cut off from from family came back to me. And I said, I said to Katie, my wife, I said, that's what that was. I was looking back on it and going, that was that experience. Um, and I think we all have those kinds of stories where we have we have gone through something really difficult and 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 
life changing and we can point to it and say that's a time in my life where I I was changed and it was it was a difficult time a different difficult experience but it made it made me a little bit of a better person um, in terms of this company's success I I think that it's been a it's gonna been a gradual process of of learning from mistakes um, Kelly we we went out and we talked at um, a small group of business owners out in downtown LaBelle recently, and I, and I constantly refer to business development and growth as failing forward. And I think that's a term from John Maxwell, where he's uh, coined that phrase, where we learn from our mistakes and we, we take um, leaps of faith and we try different things out to see if we can get somewhere that's better than where we are now. Um, and so I think one of the challenges for me has been to see the company turn from a freelance model where I, I am working directly with clients and I'm working individually and personally with people to how can I how can I work the best way and in, and help the people that I, I'm surrounded with achieve success and that's been a really interesting thing for me um, it's been it's been interesting for a couple of reasons I've seen more deeply my the ways I I, I was failing you know I I see in um, in the three of you, and especially in Kelly, as you lead our social media efforts, I see how you've done a better job than I could do. And so that has been a humbling thing where I, I learn and I see that. Um, and I'm just super proud and happy um, when it's been successful like that. What do you I guys? Love, I love that about the failing forward thing. It's like, even though you face these challenges, you know, or, um, have realized your weaknesses and different things, you didn't let it stop you. And instead you just continue to move forward and grow and, um, bring all of us into the fold. Um, so yeah, that's cool. I like that failing forward. Yeah, it totally is. I think that's something that's unique about, about people who are successful. I think, uh, I can't remember the author, but I read a, a book called Grit, and uh, it's talking about educational systems and, and kids in school and struggling. And um, the, the common denominator is, is grit, this concept of refusing to, to stop, um, getting knocked down nine times and standing up ten times. And I think that's a unique thing that we see in people who, who can lead. Um, and, and, I, and I really hope through our podcast and, and the people we highlight, we'll be able to look at some of the, the leaders that aren't braggadocious and aren't constantly screaming how wonderful they are, just quietly doing their thing and doing it successfully. What do you think, Hannah? I love that. I think that we are in a day and age of self-help books and seven steps to success and people who are successful making it seem like it's something that's quick and easy and overnight. And it, that's just not the reality of it. You know, like you said, the reality of it is having grit. It's falling down nine times and standing up 10. It's going through the ringer and facing all of these challenges. And so I'm really excited to bring on people who are genuine about their struggles and who aren't afraid to show that, Hey, you know, this wasn't easy. This wasn't you know, a smooth journey. This was climbing up mountains and then rolling down them and then having to climb up again. So I'm really excited to just have the genuine struggles kind of come through and just to be able to show our listeners like, hey, listen, 
just because you didn't make it the first time, trust me, you're not the only one. That's everybody else out there. Yeah. And I think that ties into the kind of clients we get. I mean, they're, they're not afraid of failure and they have, they have failed. They have gotten back up and they, a lot of the times we get new clients who are just looking for, for an answer. Like they're in, in so much, um, they're struggling so much that they can't figure out how to succeed. And, and so it gives us that unique perspective of, of joining them in that struggle and helping them um, with the professional skills and services and, and just expertise that we have um, so that they can get through and they can focus on their own business and we can help them grow and prosper and things like that. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a, a really incredible um, journey. And I think we're looking at a stage in this business where we're creating together um, this, this opportunity for um, really big growth. Like the, the, I was reading another book by uh, Jim Collins. I can't remember the name of it, but he's, he's, he talks about how he interviews, he did this major research and interviewed tons and tons of leaders. And they didn't always realize that they were going through some transformational changes and some really big things would come from it. Um, but I think that we are right now going through that um, kind of a thing. So, um, what what are your thoughts on this, Kelly? Uh, well, it reminds me of something one of my old managers told me, and she always said, "Be like water, be fluid, don't be hard and unyielding. Be able to to move softly and don't be so rigid." So, I think sometimes failure is a little bit of you being hard-headed, which isn't always a bad thing, but you also have to learn when to soften up and either listen to someone's advice or just change the way you're doing things. So it's, it's, you have to be fluid. You can't always be um, hard and rigid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that applies to parenting too. You know, when I, I got some advice and I, t Hannah, I gave you some advice recently and I told Savannah, I gave you a parenting advice that I would, you know, and then I went back to my original rule of never giving parenting advice because <laughs> just not a good idea. You get so much of it, but someone gave me some good advice once they said that when you, you don't have to win every battle with your kids, but the battles that you pick to win, you win them, you pick them and you win them. Um, and that helps kind of reinforce for your children, um, that there are boundaries and there are things that they they can expect you to say uh, no and this is the way it's going to go and they they push that and they know that there's a, a safety and a reassurance that comes I think for children in that um, knowing that there's that line that they they can't cross that they they still have boundaries so yeah I, I think that's a great point make like uh, water essentially and, and roll but you know when it comes down to it you have to stick to some certain things yeah. And I think that's one of the great things about um, the clients that we work with is because a lot of the time people come to us with, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to move forward. We're kind of in that rut. 
Um, and we're able to kind of help them go through that and find their patina moment to help them work on their marketing, to work on their social media, to work on their verbiage and their brand and their aesthetic and style and um, kind of find who they are and bring them to that moment, you know, and it's, it's okay to need help and to um, ask for help in order to get to your patina moment. It's not always done just by yourself, you know? So I like that, the, of being fluid and going and asking for help and then working hard to, to get to that. Yeah. And and you bring up a great point, something that you're really good at, which is the branding side of the the business. And, and one of the things that I think really resonates with us, (laughs) we have, we have clients that have a, uh, a certain patina. They have a story that they bring to us. And um, when we brand with them, when we work on their branding, we don't we don't shy away from that. We 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 incorporate and include their personal story, their um, team story, their organization story into the branding. Um, tell us a little bit about kind of how that branding works. Like, what does that look like? Yeah. So I think the biggest difference um, with how we shape it here at Passage Co is that we don't just do like a a normal branding process. It's not just here's what colors you're going to use. Here's the verbiage you're going to use. Instead, we like to tell a story. You know, that's our tagline here at Visage and Co is let us tell your story. And at the end of the day, people don't connect with a product. People don't connect with um, a physical building or restaurant or business or nonprofit, they connect with with a mission. And even if you're not a nonprofit and you're running a restaurant, people can connect with your story of why you got started, why you care about seafood, you know, what what quality your products are or whatever it is that your mission and your heart and your passion are behind your brand. And so here at Visaggio & Co, we really focus on telling your story, no matter what, you know, sector of business you're in. And instead, really diving into that. And so that's really the heart of the branding process is we get down to your story. We, we try and find out what it is that drives your passion um, and then shape the brand to reflect, you know, your heart in that. So that's something that um, I've really enjoyed doing here. And the, the great thing is all of our clients are so amazing. Like they have so much heart and so much passion. And um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I want to segue off of that because like Savannah said, our team, we work with some of the best people, their missions, what they stand for, who they are. It's just awesome, the group of people that we get to work with day in and day out. So Matt, my question for you is, what is your advice on how to market the company to attract the perfect customers? (laughs) (laughs) It is. So there's a couple of things that that I want to include here that we won't do. And one of those things is we won't we won't talk about a particular client in a negative way, and we won't talk about people in a negative way. Um, we'll 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 keep focused on the ideas and the um, the clients that are successful and that are good fits for us. Um, one of the things that has been a really good and beneficial thing is is our own branding has changed with the addition of new team members, especially Savannah, um, in moving us more toward communicating the value that we offer individuals um, and letting people know that we're here to really get to know them and get to understand what their story is, what their patina is, and communicate that more effectively 
in a in a mass marketing standpoint. And I think we've been really effective in in kind of moving more towards that thing. Uh, one of the things that I know I've been guilty of it's like the um, the lawn company's lawn is completely overgrown. Um, and, and in a lot of ways, our own uh, company, we, we have not invested the time in um, managing the marketing effectively for ourselves. And so we've gotten a little bit better at that. Um, and, and we've also gotten really good at um, and knowing who's not a good fit for us uh, and being okay with that. I think that's something that comes with time and experience. Um, we're not a great fit for every single company, and, and that's just fine. There are companies out there that are great fits for um, those people that aren't good fits for us. So I think all those things together kind of kind of tie in a, our own approach to marketing and are things that we bring and experience that we bring to our clients. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I think. Um, oh, sorry. You go ahead, Kelly. No, go ahead. I was just going to say that. Um, I think coming to terms with the fact that not every client is a perfect fit for you. You know, some clients want different things that maybe aren't your expertise or aren't, you know, what you have chosen for your brand to focus on or, or whatever the reason being and being able to then give them a recommendation, send them on to someone who will fit that niche. Um, is It's a hard thing to do because um, like we all have hearts that want to serve. We want to help everybody who comes in our door, but, at the end of the day, for me, one of the biggest things for marketing and for branding is to stick to stick to what you declare as who you are. And um, so through the, the shaping of the Visage & Co. brand, we offer certain things and not every client is going to fit into that mold. So, yeah, I think that's a great point, Matt. Yeah. And th this is really interesting because it, it part of the, the kind of the idea behind our own podcast here is to get. Uh, to, to build a, a platform where people can kind of get involved with the the um, the ideas and the, the things that our team is working on to get an inside um, understanding of how they can market and grow their own companies a little bit better. So just talking about our the way we are effective as a team can really help other people become more effective. Um, Kelly, you had you had a question or you were jumping in at, at some point there? Well, what I was going to say is that we feel that our clients are really partners in in what we're all trying to accomplish. And um, I know that, you know, we consider ourselves a team and you always call us team members instead of employees. And you always correct me when I say it's your company, you say it's our company. Um, and you do bring us into the fold. So I have a question. Um, what advice would you give for um, building a trustworthy, trustworthy and confident team yeah. for our clients? That's a great question. I, I think that the, the reason I do that is because I have, um, I have never really fit in with any group. Um, even as far back as school, like I never really fit in. I, I had lots and, you know, I had friends. I was not super popular, but was, decently popular and uh, enjoyed people, uh, but I never really fit in. And so having founded this company as kind of a, a, an expression of that, being unable and unwilling to, to be around or be involved with things that I didn't fully get behind or believe in, 
um, I needed that autonomy to have my own my own thing. And so to have have a group of people that invested what I consider to be their the highest involvement of work um, is something that I just honor and respect um, deeply, deeply. Um, and I just I, I admire and, and respect other people very easily. That's something that I don't have to I don't have to work hard at that. I, I really, truly appreciate other people. And I think that's uh, can also be a, a bad thing. Like if people disappoint me, like if if not not you guys, but other people, like if I'm disappointed by somebody, I really am disappointed. Um, it really that I think can I can spend too much time thinking about that. So um, in, in a way that I, I, I want to grow this company, our company is I want everybody to feel like they're they're buying into something that will both personally and monetarily improve them their lives. So I, I, I am not uh, and I think we have too many companies that that look at people as um, ways to uh, improve their life, their own life, their personal life, and not ways that can improve the lives of, of many. And I think that's what the way we approach our clients in, in, in service leadership and trying to get them to grow and improve their, their own operation and their own mission and their own business, um, but also ourselves, how we try to do that with each other. So, um, well, we are at the 29 minute or so mark. It depends on how much of this we cut and edit out, but uh, we promise to be 25 minutes and the first episode we're going over. So we're gonna, we're gonna hold it back to the 25 minutes. Thank you all for joining us today. And uh, if you have any ideas or comments, uh, leave them in the, in the comment section below and stay tuned. We'll see you next time.